Welcome to This is what we've been talking about. <laughs> we've been talking about it a lot. Yeah. We're back for another one. Can you believe it? I know. Nobody cares. It's Mother's Day. And by today's society standards, you know, anybody can be a mother. Yeah, you don't even have to be female. No. I mean, men can get pregnant now. It's birth person's day. <laughs> Chest feeder's day. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's interesting at how all of this, you know, woke ideology and politically correctness... You know, it's not even politically correctness. It's insanity, right? But it's funny how all of that has basically taken away how special, incredible, sacrificial, just amazing it is what moms do in today's society. Yeah. It's no male, biological male could ever, ever fill that role. No, it's not meant to be filled by something other than a biological woman because innately, again, not to get all crazy and, you know, spiritual and religious on you, but like God made people, God made women special to be able to nurture and raise and, you know, carry a child nine months and deliver it and then nurture it. You know, into an adult, a functioning adult. That. Are you going to do that? Are you going to no, carry it? Man. No way. Can you, you imagine? Know, it's funny. So here's the thing, man. <laughs> Go ahead. Here's, here's a story. I don't I even like a- carrying a, a bowel movement in my <laughs> stomach for two hours. Can you imagine? And that's months? like delivering a baby sometimes. It's kind of like, yeah. So, you know, so the reality is, you know, I, um, I was in church today, okay? And right. I was just sitting there thinking about moms and, you know, you and I are healthcare professionals. So we have a pretty deep understanding of the anatomical, physiologic, um, all those kinds of things that go on with the birth of a child. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not, 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 not creating a child, but the birth of it. Right. Like, yeah, we've both been present for our own children. We both have several children. So we've seen this, all go down on a personal level, but we also understand like the, the A and P version of it, the anatomy and physiological version of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And thinking about that, dude, listen, go ahead. All I could think about was, I think I'd be doing everything possible to get out of that situation. It's like, it's Matt. Can you just imagine like this thing has to come out? You have to do it and you know, (laughs) like, again, not to get super spiritual, but like I happen to be a Christian and I think about like, so I believe like, like Jesus, like endured the cross for people's like sins. Right. And wanted to get, do anything possible to get out of like the suffering and pain. Well, childbirth isn't a lot different than that. Right. Like, what can I do to get out of this? Like, it's an obstacle that you have to face and it's going to be painful and terrible and you've got to face it. Yeah, it's coming. You can't get out of it. No, I mean, certainly, I mean, thankful, you know, thankful to modern medicine, you can get, you know, you know, different types of anesthesia and, you know, that definitely helps. 
but sometimes that doesn't come, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't happen in time. It doesn't happen the right way. You know, nature just occurs and you have to deal with it without it. Think about this, man. All right. Yeah. Uh, not to get super religious, whatever, yeah. but think about the similarities. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to say that. So Jesus died on the cross, went through suffering and hell on the cross, right? A for us so that yeah. we can live, right? Yeah. So that we can live. That's what mothers do. They go through suffering so yeah. that we can live. Yeah. Yeah. And they do, th- they do it like that. That's intense moment at childbirth. And then they do it every, every day. Right. So like there's that incredible physical pain initially. Yeah. Physical, emotional, psychological pain in the moment of giving birth, right? Your vagina is all tore up, up, ground beef, just just never, never recoverable. It's chewed up. (laughs) And we joke, but like, what a sacrifice. That's insane. So they're willing to do that. They put the kid out. Right. In this moment, this heroic moment of yeah. incredible strength, here you have this child, and then they say, within hours, they're ready to raise that kid. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm speechless. I, I, I know. I got nothing to say except for there's nothing that a biological male can go through. No. That's even close to that. There's no. nothing. You can no. talk about kidney stones and whatever. No. Like, fuck all that. Like, and it's the not reality is, okay, us men are willing to die for our families, but it, what's the likelihood of that happening? Low. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a low, low likelihood. I mean, it could happen. It's right. low. And we would do it in a heartbeat. I would experience yeah. torture for my children, but we're likely not to have to face that, right? Yeah, that's right. Whew. I mean, Wow. It's interesting if you think about it. Like they have to go through that to produce the child. Yeah. Then they have to raise a child. And then they're bond with that child the rest of their life. And, you know, facing the fears of their children being sick or harmed or they want to protect them. They want to do all these things. They want to give them the best. And like just even the psychological aspect of all of that after facing the physical pain and trauma of delivering that child. Right. It's no wonder that like, we don't understand, like we are on two, there are two different people raising this child, two different realities. Right. Yeah. It's, it's no wonder that. Yeah. And and if you went through some suffering and you produced your, all of a sudden you produced, you know, a car in the driveway, right? Like you would want to take care of that car. Like that's my car. Yeah. I, put I don't know. Blood, I'm trying to come up with blood, it. sweat and tears into that car or whatever it is. I'm Some trying to come object. up with an analogy, an analogy. And there just right. isn't one. There isn't one. <laughs> that was a poor attempt. No, there's not. Well, that's just, that's revealing in itself, right? Like there is nothing that we can come up with that is similar to that. And, and our sacrifice as men, as dads is, you know, it's, it's, the same, but it's different, right? So yes. when I when I look at moms, or even you know, ju- just all of that sacrifice, all that worry, all, it's constant. Like there's times during the day I always think about my kids, right? 
Sure. But aren't there some times where you don't think about them? Well, you're just, well, you're busy with other thoughts, right? Like you only have so much space in that brain, right? Like it's a computer, (laughs) you know, it's a processor and you you can only process so many thoughts at a time. So there's times where you're not 100% of the time thinking about those kids. Sure. Right. Right. I'm just trying to get to the crux of moms versus dads and and mom brain, which I'll never understand, obviously. No, of course not. I can only come about like come at it from my, you know, immature male brain. Right. Which is always like protection and, and sacrificing and providing, providing all of that. But moms do that too. They do in a different way. And they do. I think what you were trying to get to, and I was like, yeah, please following that was their kids are always on their mind. Like even when they're distracted by other things, the kids are still there. Right. That's part of that nurture. I think that's part of that nurturing, you know, characteristic that they all have given to them by God above. Like that's part of their innate makeup is that they just think about their children all the time. And you don't want to step between a mom and their cub. No, in mama any, bear and cub, right? In any species, but I mean, if right. you, any ma- mammal species, I, I can yeah, say that. Yeah. But but what I was also getting at was that yeah. they went through such horrific pain and torture and carrying nine months and all that stuff. Yeah, that's their baby, right? Like we we made it, obviously, <laughs> but that's their baby, right? Like, yeah. I went through all that. Nothing's going to happen to this kid. I went through that and I'm going to do everything. That yeah. yeah. I don't and know. For the guy. I don't know. I can tell you this from my own personal experience. Like it took me a while to bond with my kids. And I, yeah. I don't know if I'm like an outlier, but it took me so. like, I think it took me like a year, hmm. you know, because, okay. So my wife breastfed our kids. So I wasn't involved in the feeding. Right. And I was working like three jobs so she could stay home with the kids because I felt like that was what was best for my family. Right. So at at the beginning of my kids' young stage, I was working lots of jobs. I was gone a lot. You know, so she's doing most of – she's doing everything essentially, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not changing a lot of diapers. I'm not feeding them because she's breastfeeding them. You know, it's like she's literally keeping them alive and I'm (laughs) keeping them alive by like providing – protection and, 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 you know, providing money and, and, and all the other things. Right. But she's keeping them alive. And so I think about all that. It took me a long time to bond with those kids. Not a long time, but like within a year, right? Like not immediately. I'm like, okay, beautiful little baby. Like they're so cute. Like the little noises they make, the things they do. Awesome. But I didn't (laughs) bond for a while. Well, there's also no, I don't know. From our perspective and from my, yeah. my own, there's yeah. no feedback to a two month old. They're right. Just, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like they're how long am I? Noises. They don't look at you. Yeah. Yeah. They're not like going, come on, man. You know, like there's no, there's no bonding. Like no, we, we were used to the bonding. Like, yeah, yeah. man, come on. And then. Yeah. Like all of a sudden they're, they're talking a little bit and they're walking and that's when that bond, like right, yes. away, right, 
right my bonding happened year. at one year it yeah. happened at one year man I like see all that. of a sudden my son recognized me and he was like my dad's awesome you know right. and like <laughs> he had that bond towards me and then i'm like i'm in i'm and still that- waiting for that moment for me <laughs> No, dude, at that moment when my kids like recognized me as a father, I was like, mm. I will do anything for that kid. Yeah. That yeah. totally took me from this, you know, in my mind, I thought I was some tough guy to like nothing. I'm nothing. Right. Yeah. Melts you. Yeah. <clears throat> Making you a softy. So soft. <laughs> but that's the difference, man, because we, I think men need that. Men, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, some are more sensitive than others or whatever, but like I enjoyed the infant years or whatever. And Mm -hmm. it was kind of cool, but in bits and pieces, like I, I kind of, I don't want to say it like this, but I kind of got bored. It was like, all right, well, uh, I got stuff to do around. Like, I don't know. Not in a bad way though. Just kind of like like, we're built differently. Psychologically speaking, like you're ready to like throw the baseball with them or like throw the football with them. Like that's not, they're not ready to do that until they're like nine years old, you know? So yeah. Plus I felt like I was behind, like I was running behind, like I had projects to do. I get to get the stuff done because this kid's going to grow up. Right. Well, life doesn't stop when you have the kids. So you have to find a way to kind of do it all of it. Right. Right. And it's kind of an unwritten rule between men and women too, like the roles that happen too, moms and dads and doing the, all that stuff that they do. Like you said, she was keeping your kids alive and you're keeping right. them alive indirectly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It just happens that way. Mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine it happening any other way. No, it's perfect. It is the setup, the, the, you know, the way it is, is perfect. It's perfectly designed. The problem is people get involved and they screw it all up. <laughs> In what way? In every way. <laughs> Do you remember that movie back in the 80s called Mr. Mom? <laughs> I don't know what about that. Okay. Tell me. It was uh, Michael Keaton. Oh. Okay. It was a I funny mean, movie. Enough said. Right. Michael Keaton. Yeah. But was, He's in so many good movies. I know. It was <laughs> before he was Batman and he was okay. pretty funny in this thing. Yeah, right? sure. But, like he lost his job or whatever. And his wife like got some job and like, okay, it was like, okay, I'm going to stay home and do the kids. Right. Yeah. And he's fucking it all. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible at it. I love it. And it, there's some aspect of like, you know, the the wife's boss comes for dinner and and he's like talking down to him a little bit because he's a man <laughs> and he's at home you know what i mean you know he's got all this it. it's great you should I love watch it. i'm going to have to, i'm going to look it up i hope yeah. i got it on something for free cuz i'm a yeah. cheap son of a bitch it, if it's not free dude don't rent it just wait no i'm free. not paying for that not for that <laughs> but i got to see it yeah it's it's good man it was a staple when i was watching you know i watched okay, it several is times is it called mr mom mr mom <laughs> Okay, I got to look that up. Here, another movie that actually just talking about that made me think about this. It's not completely similar, but I don't know. Do you remember watching the movie Family Man with Nicolas Cage? Yeah. I. That sounds so that, I Okay, refresh my memory. So that was a movie where he was like this million-dollar executive of some company. <laughs> right, okay. And he kind of like had this epiphany of, 
he he dated this girl in I don't know if it was high school or college, and they ended up breaking up and they kind of went their separate ways. And he became this like you know like I said Fortune five hundred company CEO or whatever, driving yeah. a Porsche, right? Living in New York City, rich. And she, you know she went her separate ways. Well, I can't remember exactly what happened in the movie, but essentially like it went back in time and he married her and but he like in his mind is still the fortune you know 500 ceo but he's like waking up in bed with his girlfriend from like college and like the kids are pissing all over the walls and crapping their diapers and he's gotta like jump in and be this like dad when he's been this like single rich something yes and like (laughs) So he hates it at first, but he end up he ends up growing to love that that lifestyle, and he ends up going back. Like I don't know what it was, some sort of a spell or something, and he ends up going back, but remembers his life as a dad with his ex, you know, girlfriend and all that kind of stuff. And then he's like depressed that he doesn't actually have those children and that wife and like all that kind of stuff because it's biological. This is what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. We're not supposed to be a single man as a CEO of a company, CEO, not caring about our, like, not caring about anything but our work. That's not how it's meant to be. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being a CEO and providing for your family and all that stuff. Like, but still having the family and a wife and kids and taking care of those. That's why he was depressed because he didn't have the things that were supposed to be there. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's funny because we talk about like indoctrination and media and all that stuff. Right. And these movies back in the day were all about that stuff. It's like, we got to get back to family, family, whatever, family values and all that stuff. And, and if you stray from that, you're going to be miserable. Right. Yeah. But that's not the movies that come out now. (laughs) I know. I can't wait till you see Mr. Mom, dude. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, gonna, gonna I'm gonna look that up that's awesome i wonder if it's available on anything. let me look it up right now it's gotta be available like on prime or something dude <laughs> mr mom let me look at this <laughs> stupid thing 1983 yes yes oh and he doesn't dress up in a dress to be a mom, right? Like he's just, <laughs> he's a dude. He's a dude that lost his job. And the only way to keep the family going because the mom got a job and, and is uh, doing well at it and excelling. And Oh, it's on HBO Max. I have that. So I can watch it for free, I think. Okay. Yeah, you got to watch it, dude. And then let me know. <laughs> Let me know Michael, Michael Keaton. I got to see if anybody else is famous in this. Terry, Terry Gar is Terry the Gar, I, You remembered that. That's yeah. like the second one listed on the cast. And I can't remember who the, uh, who the boss, her boss is, but, um, and Jillian Joan, Martin Mole, Ron Martin Mole. That's it. Martin yeah. Mole was the, was the boss. And what one of the one of the guy one of the uh, one of the females you mentioned was like the next door neighbor, and, okay. and like housewife comes over and like you know all this stuff happens, dude. It's great. <laughs> Nineteen eighty three. That's amazing. <laughs> you gotta watch it. I can't believe you haven't seen it, man. I haven't. 
<clears throat> like I said, like that was that was right in that wheelhouse of of time where I think we got HBO or some cable. So all these movies were on and like we were watching them that one and and you know ET and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, all the good stuff. Right. Right. <laughs> but anyways, moms yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they're not replaceable, man. They're not. No. And you know, can we you know, can men be nurturing? Yeah, we can. You know, in an emergency, in a in a situation where you have no other choice. Yeah. But, right. But by nature, like we are fixers. We try to fix the situation. We don't we don't say it's okay. We go, okay, give me more information. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, okay, this and that. Yeah. All right. Well, mm-hmm. why don't we do this and that? Let's see if that fixes it. Yep. Like, and sometimes they don't need that. Yeah. Sometimes they need the mom to just hug them. And well, I mean, like, how many times does your kid get hurt and you're just like, ah, oh, you're okay. Yeah. You know, where the mom's yeah. like, come here, honey, let me hug you. And like, right. let me make sure you're okay. And like, there's a know, time I'm, and place for that. I'm not making fun of that. Like kids need both sides of that equation. Of course, because at some point, you know, when you're a kid, you do need that. And there's, there's a transition yes. in there, right? There's a transition to the point where they can handle it themselves. They slowly but surely don't need that as much. Do right. they still need hugs sometimes? Yeah, of course. But eventually, they're going to be their own person, and they can nurture themselves. Yes. Like, and they still look for their mom and their dad to give them what they need, usually emotionally, mm-hmm. and not so much in you know, other things. And they know the roles of their mom and dads. I'm going to go to my mom for this because I know she's going to tell me this and that and the other thing. And she's yes. going to tell me it's okay. Or I'm going to go to my dad and he's going to say, no, you're going to do this and that, and that's yep. stupid, you know, yep. or whatever. Yep. Like they know yep. what their parents are going to say. I knew what yes. my parents were going to say. Yep. And if I wanted something, I'm going to my mom. Cause I could bring it. Yeah. Cause she's going <laughs> to give you whatever you want. And your dad's going to try to make you yeah. face the fire, dude. Yeah. My dad's going to say, no, get out of here. Which you need. I and know. that's the problem. That's the problem today is yeah. either dads don't have the balls to make their kids face the fire or it's a broken home and the dads aren't present. And yeah. so the moms are trying to do both roles. And in that process, mom's very nurturing, but they're not, they don't, they don't stick up for any accountability or any boundaries or structure or like, a, you know, there's no, there's no like, no, you can't do that. It's like, let me give you whatever you want. Well, it's, and not only that, because I can speak from experience, but like when my kids are at their moms, mm-hmm. they, uh, you know, I hear from their mom sometimes that say, you know, I try to tell them no, and I try to do that, and they just laugh at me, or they don't listen. They but if I tell it. them no, they're going to listen. They're going to listen. They get it. They notice the difference in yes. authority. Yes. And, I mean, am I scary? Look at me. I'm you ugly, don't have to, you, I'm not well, scary. You, you don't have to be. Like, it's, listen, man, it's biological. It's psychological. It's innate. Innate yeah. means you're born with understanding that like your dad comes with authority. Yeah. You don't have to be scary looking. You don't have to be 6'10", 300 pound full of muscle like Rocky Balboa. You know, you don't have to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. You don't have to be. 
no. it's physiological and biological that your that your kids respect a male differently than they do a female. That's but it's that, not just a light it switch. Is. It's not just a light switch that comes on for them one day. You were that way from day one. You were that way before they day were there. One. It's innate. It's innate. That's how it is. It is. It's male. It's female. But moms, man, they're special, man. Men can't do the job. It's it's a thing that I would absolutely run from if I had, was faced with it. That's why one of the worst uh, you know insults you can tell somebody is like, "Man, you're a motherfucker." You know, or <laughs> you know. What I, mean? I know what a terrible term. I know. I mean, when you think about, it, I mean, it's thrown around all the time nowadays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> no, mothers are literally heroes. They are. No, innately, they just do what they're supposed to do. And it's incredible. And, um, you know, we should lift up our mothers, you know, like, you know, the mothers of our children certainly are incredibly important. But our own mothers who birthed us, you know, I think of my mom, your mom, you know, those kinds of people that birthed us and the sacrifices that they made. um, Lots of times they gave up their own goals, aspirations, and and all sorts of things to make sure that we were taken care of, we were loved, we were raised right, we were provided for, and they put themselves behind us. How many people in today's society put themselves behind anybody? Dude, what did your, uh, I'm going to give an example of what what my mom did. And then I'd like to hear one from you too. Sure. Know, whatever. Um, so, uh, all right, here's the example. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. My mom, <clears throat> my dad was the uh, breadwinner of the family. She, he worked. My, my mom was at home raising yep. all of us, yep. all of us crazy kids. Right. So <clears throat> awesome. Uh, at one point when my older siblings were grown and, and it was just me and my, my little brother, my mom started watching daycare kids Okay. at home. Yep. So she got like, I don't know, three or four kids and she was doing all that. And like, yep. she worked it hard, man. Yeah. And she was doing that because she, the family needed income. Yeah. Right. So imagine raising me and my brother. All right. That's bad. That's bad enough. Bad enough. And then and then coming and having to deal with some other snotty kids that not even yeah that you don't even like hate them. Yeah. They were cute though, but still, like it was like that's that's a big sacrifice, man. That's like it's it's a lot, and it's like it's like you don't have to do that, but you did, and yeah. Uh, they made, she made, uh, my life growing up. Although, you know, there was things that I wanted, you know, all kids want stuff. There, sure. there was things that I wanted that, you know, my parents just couldn't get. And I was a yeah. dick about it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I was really upset about a lot of stuff, but you know, looking back, they made the best yeah. of what they had. And I mean, that's all you can ask, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I just think about like, you know, the sacrifice of, you know, your mom was trying to 
make some extra money to take some pressure off your dad. Like think about that. Yeah. Just from an emotional, psychological standpoint of she was trying to contribute, like do her innate abilities to take care of her own children, but also take care of some other people's children that might not be able to stay home. And by doing that, make some extra money, but also use her God given talents and so forth to help, help create some income, you know, and that's a sacrifice. It is a sacrifice. And you know, did she want to take care of other kids? No, nobody does, but I'll give you one, one funny thing that happened. There's several, but one of them was really funny. My mom was really good. Like I got to see her, you know, deal with little kids. She was good at it. Yeah. Natural. Um, but one time this one kid was like acting up, blah, blah, blah. It's like, whatever. And she would distract him with something like, Ooh, mm-hmm. look at that squirrel. Look at mm-hmm. that, uh, whatever. And, um, so she did this with this one kid and she was like, Hey, look at that bird. Look at that bird out there. Yeah. And the kid goes, bullshit that bird. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what that kid's doing today. Dude. I know. Probably, I'm probably, <laughs> yeah, you're probably, uh, He's probably in prison. <laughs> said the same thing at the same moment That's yeah awesome. so so a couple of years ago for mother's day i yeah. got her a mug that had the um yeah uh, like emo- emoticons or whatever that said yeah you know a pile of shit and that <laughs> and then a, a bird bullshit that oh, because it was like she, a family she joke. remember Oh, yeah. remember? oh family yeah joke. we did we we say that joke all year all the time that's now. great that's great <laughs> yeah Look at I, that bird I, out there. Hilarious. I don't have a lot of memories of my mom like when I was that young. I don't have memories of my mom staying home with me. I know she did stay home okay. with me prior to school age. What I would say is this. My mom was a teacher. Yeah. And she was home with us when we were young. But when we were school age, she went back to work. And I'll tell you what. For my mom to care for us in a motherly fashion – Mm. and always have a hot meal on the table for dinner every oh. night Wow! after school when she was working as a teacher full-time. Now, I get it. You know, she's not working nine to five. She's working like seven to three or whatever, right? Doesn't matter. But it's still full-time job and having a hot meal. We never had a cold meal. It was a hot meal every freaking night. That's amazing. Whether it was a crock pot or whatever, she made it. She made it freaking happen, man. Yeah. I mean, I just want to get like passionate about this because that's like unbelievable. You know, I can't I can't do that now. I couldn't do that when I was like divorced and on my own. I know. I know. know. I know. (laughs) That's pretty amazing. That is pretty amazing. Thinking about your kids and your family, and you're like, you know what? Work comes second, family comes first. Let's get a meal ready. I'll 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 crush that tonight when I get home from work after working a full day. Put that on the table, and then it doesn't end there. Then they (laughs) clean up after dinner, you know, and then bath time and story time and whatever, and then like bedtime. And where was their time? And I think that's a difference. Mm today man mm. is people put their time ahead of like yes 
kids, <clears throat> husband, yeah. family, etc. Right? Definitely. Definitely, man. And you know, you think about like she wasn't not only working a full-time job, she was working right. a full-time job as a teacher, dealing with kids yeah. all day. Oh. And then he got to come home to you. Yeah. Take care of you. The worst kid of the day. Worst one ever. <laughs> no matter how bad her day was, she got to come home and take care of you. Oh, I don't know how she like kept herself alive. That's amazing. That is incredible, dude. Imagine Just, your worst, your worst day at work. Yeah. We've all had a bad day at work, but worst day you come home. Do you want to see kids whining? Do you want to no. whatever? Do you want to no. sit and like make food no. for a family? No, it's tough, man. Cause like we're coming from a different perspective. Like I know when the, when the heat's on, I I'll do it, but to do it consistently every day right. is a different story, man. That's Again, incredible. that's the difference between a mother and a father. And that's a God given quality trait characteristic innate um just that they want to take care of the family the kids the husband all those things that's just normal it's innate it's innate and that's why that's the beauty of the different genders the different sexes the different roles in the family unit right yeah definitely it's um you know i, I i'm divorced like you guys know and like you know and um, <clears throat> whoever else is listening. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, I, I've had to play that role. I've had to take care of my kids, albeit, yeah. you know, part time. I've had to be the only person to do yeah. those things. And, yeah. and um, I find myself doing that now. I mean, the person I'm with does that a lot. And yeah. he does amazing. Um, but I still find myself in that role. So it's, it's weird. I never thought that I would be that but, yeah. but like I said before, when, when push comes to shove, you get stuff done. It's yeah, just like, sure. it's a man mentality too, is mm -hmm. when, when faced with things going on, I just got, got to get it done. Got to get it done. And you know, this is a man's podcast, you know? And so we should talk a little bit about that. There are situations where family units break down for whatever reason. And yeah. You might, as a man, be faced with trying your best to do the, the nurturing role of your children, along with your manly duties, which we've talked ad nauseum here on this podcast about providing, protecting, those kinds of things, right? Yeah. And But also having to pick up some of the, you know, nurturing characteristics, you know, for those children. And just thinking about that, it gives you a different appreciation for mothers, you know, and you know, your relationship with your kid's mother might not be perfect. You know what? This is a real podcast folks. Yeah. Like we're not here saying that, Oh my gosh, it has to be perfect. No, we, I, I feel like we've been pretty vulnerable with tough situations and there are broken families and as a man, sometimes you have to try to do those nurturing things with your kids and it's not perfect because it does not come naturally. Right? No, no. And you know, I can speak 
from experience when I say, and yeah. even before when I said that I told you my, my kid's mom tried to do the discipline thing, the man thing, the father yeah. thing and say, yeah. no, you got to do this and that and the other thing. Not to say that moms don't do that, but I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's a different, you have to have the dichotomy there. Yeah. Right? Cause and traditionally you, they don't do that well. They don't No, And we don't do the nurturing well. No. Traditionally. Traditionally. Yes. Right. Yes. So, you know, for in, sure in that, those situations, there is sort of a lack going on. And so yeah. it's important for in sure. those broken families that co-parenting yeah. happen very well. And, um, as hard as that is, believe me, I know it's difficult. Well, here's uh, the but, thing, Alan is like, yeah, you know, yes, that's true in a broken family, but it's true in, a, in an unbroken family. Like, you have different characteristics between male and female and the females are nurturing and the males are not right. And so yeah. whether you're living in the, under the same roof or not, okay, there might be some other challenges, but the roles don't change. Yeah. Yeah. No, they don't change. <clears throat> I'm, uh, you know, primarily, the disciplined guy, the fun person, the, you know, all, all the yeah. stereotypes, right? Yeah. And uh, go, yeah, you know what? You can have some ice cream and then we eat dinner. You know, yeah. in general, yeah. I don't do that. Yeah. But, but you know, sometimes, you Here know. Here and yeah. there. Yeah, sure. No, it's. And not that's to say the reality moms do that. But life. I think moms, moms are more like, they like the structure of yeah. it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to generalize, but it's not working out that well. But I, I, I think that suffice it to say, like we both men and women have um, our unique capabilities that yes. the others would only be faking it. Yes. Or trying their best. They don't have it. Let's I don't be have honest. the innate abilities that that my mom had. They don't. We don't. No. Right. Nope. And they don't have the innate abilities that their dad had. No, nope. and and yeah, go ahead. Uh, there's different, you know, uh, yeah. spectrums of that. True. But I think in general that that would be true. And so today's Mother's Day, so we're trying to kind of, you know, focus on those female duties, female giftings, female. All those things that they uniqueness, the things that they have that are absolutely important in your child's development, growth, success. And I think it's important to kind of focus on that. Let's focus on those things. This is a man's podcast. This is not about men today. This is about how incredible the female is in raising our children. We talked about childbirth. Yeah. We, we talked about, yeah, like your mom going to work all day, coming home and still do playing yeah. the mom role. Yeah. Still doing the mom role. My mom did the same thing. When we talked about your mom, like yeah. staying at home with the kids and finding a way to make income, but still taking care of her own children. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, that's, that's, uh, I, I can't, I don't even have any words to say more than it's incredible. Mm. Right. Yeah. My mom was also very much a discipliner, mm -hmm. right? She made me go out 
<clears throat> in the backyard we had woods, right? She <laughs> made me go out and quote unquote pick my switch. Okay. Do you know what that, that is? That's crap that you only hear about, like, you know, uh, like you hear about those are like urban legends, but it happened yeah, to you. Yeah, this is real, dude. It happened this, to you. You picked this, your switch, dude. This did not happen in 1840. Man. Nah, this you, were pick, you were picking this limp, like, weak switch. I was I was picking it up off the ground, so it would break. <laughs> it was rotted. It was going to break. Me, yeah, then she made me go out and get another one. <laughs> <laughs> she was pissed. Oh. Yeah, yeah. My brother and I used to do that all the time. Gotcha. That's amazing. Get, pick your switch. We'd have oh. to get it right off the tree, man. And if we, and later on, like me and my brother, we're the youngest of five, right? So later on, she she didn't even like we we got around it. We found the loopholes way too often. So <laughs> she knew it. She figured it out. Yeah, she, she was like it. she was like, go get the racetrack. Yeah. You know, the matchbox, old orange racetracks. Oh, yeah. Plastic, thick, thick. That's, ridge. That friggin' thing wasn't going to bend or break for no. nothing. Yeah, you can't find an old one of those that would just snap. The last time I got spanked by my mom, mm. I don't know how old we were. We were like, we were like preteen, 11, 12, something like that. The last time we got spanked. My mom used my dad was in a fraternity in his in his college years. <laughs> yeah. And they hilarious. gave him like this like paddle. Oh, I don't know what it really was, but it was like this flat wooden like paddle. Yeah. You know, almost looks like almost like a like if you're playing the game of cricket, like the Australian game yeah. of cricket, it looks like yeah. a like a bat from cricket, right? Like flat but long, like a couple feet long. And <laughs> Like an it oar. Had, yes. Yeah. Like kind of like an oar. And he, he put his, um, like on it was his like fraternities, you know, Greek symbols or whatever. Right. And she made us like lean over the, 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 the upstairs, like railing of our, of our, you know, our railing coming up the stairs and then it kind of extended around. We yeah. leaned over there and she was whacking the hell out of us with that thing. That was the last time you got spanked. We were preteen. Yeah, you know what? That's the last one because you didn't want that again. That was the last one, although my sister and I were kind of laughing about it. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's funny when your mom gets mad, man. Yeah, it's and hilarious. like at that age, we were like, that doesn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we were we, scared to death of our dads at that time. Oh, yeah. Well, we could talk about dad <laughs> discipline on the next podcast, maybe. Yeah, I got a Father's Day stories. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Father's Day, yes, for sure. But they, uh, so uh, man, we used to like put on an extra pair of pants, yeah. you know, like <laughs> Wait, and then, save those stories. <laughs> we got to talk about that. We got to do podcast Father's Day, yeah, for sure. But like yeah. mom's like trying to step in and help out when dads are busy working, providing, protecting those kinds of things, right? Like, right. so you share roles sometimes, you do. Yeah, but moms will discipline you with a switch or racetrack or, or yeah, your, yeah. your dad's fraternity yeah, paddle, fraternity paddle. Or, what, yeah, yeah. or whatever whatever it is, right? But somehow it just doesn't carry quite the same weight. You're still no. scared. You don't want to get hurt, right? No. When you're younger, it's it's scary, right? It's enough. Yeah. Depending you know? on your age, yes. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. But, uh, but eventually you start laughing <laughs> and you, and – 
I don't know about your house, dude, but like if 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 my mom tried to discipline me and I laughed it off or oh. or whatever, yeah. my dad was gonna come after me later yes. on. <laughs> the worst words you could hear was, I'm telling your dad about this when he gets home. Right? I told I don't know if I said this on this podcast. I, I'm sure I told you that me yeah. and my little brother had this game called Rick. Rick was my dad's <laughs> name. And so we had bunk beds, right? So we would yeah. stand, we would stand in the doorway, and the other person would go, Rick. And the other person <laughs> would, would try to jump into the top bunk as quickly as you can and like cover up and like pretend like you're asleep. Like see how, <laughs> see how quick you can do that. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. hilarious. Is it that funny, man? Oh. All right, we'll we'll do more on dad discipline. I'm yeah, because that's coming up in June. We got June. Yep. Although we got two weekends in June that you and I are going to be hanging out in person, man. Yeah, dude. Is that, when is Father's Day? Let's look that up real I quick. I think it, usually the 19th or around there, right? Juneteenth. <laughs> Shut the hell up. It's the 18th. Okay, so it's the one weekend. So we're hanging out the first weekend of June and the weekend of the 24th, 25th. So it's a weekend that we're not together, so we can do a podcast that weekend. Okay. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> Talk about being a dad, yeah, good stuff. Good yeah, stuff. that's gonna that's gonna be great. But yeah, but uh, I just you know go back, circle back to moms because that's what we're talking about. You know, yeah, um, th- their discipline was you know, and you almost like thinking back on it, I could feel my mom's frustration now that I have kids. I could feel oh my like, gosh the just the sheer almost desperation. Like, will you please go to bed? You know, like she was the one that did all that stuff. And if my dad stepped in, it was a serious business, but my mom took care of all that. And sometimes a lot of times we gave her a lot of shit. One time my mom. Yeah. One time my mom grabbed my younger brother's head by his hair. Yeah. And was shaking it back and forth. And straw hat and was yeah, straw hat. <laughs> and when, Have we told that joke on here? I think so. Okay, I think all so. Right, all right. So, you know, he's shaking. She's shaking. Well, I'm wrestling with the elephant at night and I'm wrestling with the elephant in the morning. You guys. <laughs> and, and I was dying, almost pissing oh, my pants because oh, my brother was you were just happy. It wasn't you. I was happy. It wasn't me. You love seeing your brother getting his ass kicked <laughs> by your mom. It was the best. Oh, that's great. Because uh, he used to run around the kitchen table and avoid my mom hitting her. Yeah. Hitting her. And yeah. I would stand there like a man and go, all right, fine, you know, and get hit. And I yeah. hated it. And my yeah. brother would run around and then he would avoid it. And my mom would be like, all right, I'll get you later. And he, he'd be like, ha ha. And he'd go back in the room and I'd punch him. <laughs> <laughs> and take care of it myself. I love it. <laughs> Because my mom would forget, and then later yeah. on, too late. You, 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 know? you didn't forget, and you let him have it. Yeah, because I got it, so you're he getting needed it, too. it. He needed the wrath of the older brother. I'm glad you keep the shit out of him. Yeah, we're policing ourselves in this yeah. family, dude. Yeah, with that many kids, you got him. <laughs> you're not getting away with that. No, no. way. No. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, we had a time in our family, man. Oh. 
Anyways, uh, so many shout outs to, you know, yeah. the, the mothers of our kids, our yeah. own mothers. It's a job that men can't do. And, you know, we're so appreciative of what we've been given, you know, and there are people out there that have had tough situations in their families, you know, and we're sorry about that. It's not the way it's supposed to be. And nothing's perfect. Even, you know, Alan and my situations aren't perfect. No, but, but we've got, you know, we, we have what it is. And the reality is we're thankful for the difference in our mother's nurturing and what we had growing up. I'm appreciative of it. Listen, the best that we can do in our life is to show your kids love and, and respect. Yep. uh, And, and show them the way in your actions and, and, and moms do that in their own way. And I will even throw another shout out to the mom figures in yes. my my kid's life, my the mom figure in yeah. my kid's life is extra special, and she it's not her kids, they're not her kids, and she loves them like they're hers. And I and and there's yeah. many situations out there, and I'll yeah. have to say, you know, they're moms too, and they're in that way. So you know, even more of a sacrifice because they didn't birth those kids. Yeah. But yet they act as though they did. And I feel like that's a situation where it's a whole nother level because you're almost expected to do it. If you birth them, you carry them nine months and then birth them. Right. And and not taking anything away from that part of it, but the people, the stepmoms and those kinds of things that step in and raise those kids and love those kids and direct those kids and, pour their lives into those kids is something supernatural. It's supernatural. It's it's like if, if you, (laughs) if you bought a car, right, you worked hard, you got a car, right. And, and I have to wash and wax it. Yeah. It's not my car. No. Why am I doing that? Why do you care about it? You don't. I don't. You wouldn't care about it. If you were waxing and taking care of my car, you wouldn't give two shits about it. (laughs) That's the difference, man. No, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's It's incredible. It's incredible. So, you know, shout out to all moms of all forms. Yeah. Biological step, whatever. Doesn't matter. If you step up to fill in some sort of a role as a mother, man, you're a hero. I got you. And if your name's Robert, you're not a mom. No. Okay. You're a pussy. (laughs) You're, (laughs) you're not a birthing person. You're not a chest feeder. You're a man who has no balls. Can we can we coin a phrase here? Beta dad. <laughs> a bad. Beta dad. You're bad. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure you love your quote unquote kids. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't love them. You're too no. stupid to love them. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. We'll talk about that on another podcast because yeah. there's a lot more. <laughs> It's getting crazy at the end of this. Anyways, yeah. we love you, moms. Like, 
mad yeah. respect. Yes. Because it's something we can't do. We can't do well. We can't do it all. We're um, in awe. We're in awe, awe of, of your sacrifice, your willingness to endure pain. And just it's it's incredible. And we love you. We're in awe of all of you. Yeah. And one more question before we go. When is MILF Day? <laughs> Today. <laughs> okay. Because my right. wife is a MILF. Yeah. And I'm going to go after that. My girlfriend's a SMILF. What's that? Stepmom. <laughs> Go get it! <laughs> All right. All right, All right let's wrap this up. It's getting crazy. All right. Till next till next week or yeah. whenever it is. You just, this, you know, just check it on. And if we're and if we get you see a new one, then we did it. All right. That's yep. just how it's working. This is what we've been talking at gmail.com. Email us. Email we're us. Lot, we're, we're, we're working together this season two to get some guests. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So it's in the works. We're thinking about it, working on it. You know, we want to expand our reach. And so this is what we've been talking at gmail.com. Hit us up. Hit us up. All right. Till next time, guys. Yep. Uh, happy Mother's Day, all you mothers. All you beta males, happy mothers. <laughs> all right. See ya. Bye. Bye.